everyone. Thank you for listening to the Full of Joy podcast today. This is episode number seven. And in today's episode, we're talking about my relationship with joy and the specific things in my days that bring me joy, ways to shift your perspective to be more open to joy, and how to focus on the good and joyful things in your days. Before we get started today, I hope that you will subscribe to this podcast and rate it anywhere you like to listen, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. And while I record this, I'm also filming it so you guys can watch these podcasts on YouTube as well. The YouTube channel is just called Full of Joy Podcast. If you are watching this on YouTube, like how cute is this? How cute is my setup? I just set up a really pretty Christmas tree here in my office and it's black. It's really cool. You guys should go check it out. But it is like just such a fun, you know, way to add like such a festive charm to my office. It just looks so glamorous and cute. I just, I'm looking at it. I love it so much. It's so cute. Anyways, so today I want to talk more about thankfulness and gratitude. I want to share more about things that bring me good benefits, things that help me with anxiety, intentional living, intentional days, what I do to help me focus on the big picture and not get hung up on small things. So let's get started. Let's talk about relationships and the relationships that I have and how they have changed. So I want to talk about my relationship with food and health. So if you listened to, you know, like a lot of these podcasts, especially my first episode and like just throughout a lot of these podcasts, I've mentioned a lot of um, a few years ago, I was fighting this battle with my health and I got through it and I'm healed now and I've referenced that a lot. So I'm going to be referencing that again today. So if you're starting out on episode number seven, I think you'll get it. I think it'll be fine. But if you want a little bit more context, episode number one gives you a lot of that and just the whole podcast in general. So anyways, I used to have a battle with food every day and I was so annoyed that I had to eat and I really didn't like it. And in my head, food was really hurting me. And since I couldn't figure out how to heal my body during this time, I thought it must be something I'm eating. So I researched food with a point of view of I must have an allergy or a sensitivity. So every time I would research a food, I would look up why does cauliflower make you sick? <laughs> like I would have never thought to research, you know, benefits of cauliflower. And I looked at things from a different perspective than I do now. And everything was against me. Everything was fighting against me and even cauliflower. <laughs> and I was always researching why something would give me a negative side effect or affect me negatively. So in turn, I was noticing more and more negative side effects and not good benefits. And my focus was entirely on my state of sickness. And I get it. And, you know, I understand and I couldn't think past that because I wanted to heal and I'm so thankful I was able to heal and so many people don't get that benefit in the end. So I restricted my diet to about five foods and only ate those things and still got sick every time I ate. So I was like, well, food isn't for me. <laughs> There's got to be a way I could like get a feeding tube where I can get nutrients or something where I can just skip food altogether. And it gave me such anxiety to eat. And it just gave me such anxiety because I was sick, but also because of the view I had on it. I honestly thought there was just no good in food. Now, my relationship with food is so different, literal opposites now. And I love to still research food, but from a totally different lens. 
So now I'm researching things like benefits of oats and benefits of bell peppers and how can I eat all these foods in the best way possible and which foods are best for healing, which foods are best for brain health, cell health, memory, fat loss, like just everything. So now I'm looking up and looking for the good benefits of food. So I'm still researching foods, but from a totally different perspective, a perspective of healing, growth, and goodness. And I wasn't realizing that constantly searching for the negative and everything was only bringing me more negative and giving me more anxiety and just giving me more reasons not to enjoy my day. I literally did that to myself, where now I intentionally research and focus on the good benefits that I can get in my day. How can I fill my day with the most good benefits? And I get those benefits because I'm researching how to do it. And just even having the thought of like, oh, you know what? Cauliflower will give me a good benefit. Like even just thinking that something good could hopefully come today that makes my day better like your thoughts really make up your day and I was really letting my negative thoughts just totally take over my day and it just it was so not fair for myself to do that to myself So moving on from my relationship with food, I want to talk about fitness and I feel like I'm really diving into that, especially in this podcast and it's so interesting and I can't believe how much there is to say about it, especially coming from me because I'm not a fitness expert at all. I'm not an athlete. I don't work out every day or anything, but there's there's just so much to say. (laughs) So when I was in this season of fighting, oh, I miss working out. I missed it so much. And I really like going to the gym and going on walks and just doing like active things. And I remember there were some times that I would try to go for a walk with my mom or my sister and we would get like a couple houses down and I would have to turn back. And I felt so defeated. I was like, wow, like you literally can't walk a couple houses down. Like it was such a scary time, but also I was like, I just felt kind of embarrassed and I felt bad during that time because I couldn't fully show up for things and couldn't fully be there for my friends and family. And I just felt embarrassed because I felt like since I didn't know what was going on, I didn't have a clear answer or reason that I couldn't attend things. I didn't really have a real excuse not to go, except that I just couldn't. I just didn't feel like it. And I couldn't wait to be able to just freely go to the gym without fear of passing out or getting sick. And I remember right before I started dating Brett, I was starting to get stronger and I started working out at home and I had these little dumbbells and did little body weight exercises in my filming room. If you guys watched me from the beginning, you guys know that filming room. It was so cute. So when my sister moved out, real quick story time, when my sister moved out of our family house to move in with her husband, I took over her room and made that my filming room. And I just had so much fun with it. I decorated the whole thing with all like thrifted vintage furniture. Like I had a pink velvet chair. I had a wicker couch. It was so cute. I had Christmas lights everywhere, even though it was the dead of June. It was just such a fun time, such a fun room. And that video was on my channel when I like decorated that whole room if you want to see it if you're curious that is on my channel and I just remember it was so fun to be able to have something like that that my body could finally do but after a few weeks of working out at home probably more like a few months of working out at home I couldn't wait to be able to have that fear go away like the fear of going to the gym and just get to the gym and do that for my body and I definitely think that my healing process after this lasted longer than just physically healing because my mental healing took much longer and I'm still healing mentally and I had a lot of anxieties and fear built up understandably so that I had to work through so I remember vividly one day doing my workout at home and I almost felt 
claustrophobic even though I was at home in my own house in this big room like doing my little workout I felt claustrophobic and I felt trapped like I just can't wait to get out of this sick body and into my healthy one and I knew that my healthy body was waiting for me and I just need to find it and literally that week I looked into getting a personal trainer at the gym And I felt like because of my situation, I felt more comfortable having someone tell me what to do and basically work out with me. So I did that and I was nervous, but so thankful to be making that trip to the gym a few times a week. And I worked with her, my trainer, for like a month, I think. And she pushed me and helped me learn how to lift weights and make my body stronger because I kind of was like, I want to work out, but I don't know what to do. And I felt so weak. Like I just had zilch muscle. I lost all my muscles. I was like, I don't even know what to do, but she helped me and she actually showed me that I was stronger than I thought I was. And now years later, I'm enjoying fitness fully and I view workout and activity as a celebration. And I do things and try classes that are intimidating to me. And I do workouts that I don't think I can do and I just try it. And the fact that I have so much freedom to do what I want when I want with my body is so celebratory to me. I just love celebrating it and making it stronger and pushing my muscles to do hard things. And that's why I love Orange Theory so much and talk about it so often. I talked about Orange Theory a ton, I think in episode like four and five, I think it was. Um, But working out is such a personal thing. And I love like the personal connection I feel to my body and my soul when I'm doing things for it that will benefit me. Okay, moving on to health. So currently, I feel healthy. I enjoy my health. I take care of my health. I do things to help me be healthier mentally, physically, and spiritually. And I often say that I felt like I had lost my health, that my health had been lost and I couldn't find it. And I felt trapped in this season and my relationship with health was hard. Health didn't come to me freely every day. I was always researching and fighting a mental battle in my head that was scared of my day. During this season, I developed anxiety and panic attacks and had to face those fears often. And I remember always talking to my mom about these things I was scared to do and asking her, like, is there any other way? Is there any way I can do this, like face this battle, fight this battle and not have to do it this way? Like, for example, I was getting a lot of scans done, like full body scans of my body looking for something and something that wasn't supposed to be there. And, you know, at the time, those scans felt really claustrophobic to me. And my mom would just say, you know, just do it afraid. You got to do it afraid. And I didn't really have an option, but to do those things, even when I was so afraid and I can still relate to that today, even though I'm totally past that and totally healed and in my season of joy and in my season of fullness, I can still relate to that. And there are things all the time that come up that we have to do, even when we're afraid. And it's so good to push yourself out of your comfort zone and do these things when you feel that fear. So for example, I'm fearful of flying and traveling. This stems from my season of sickness because there were a lot of times when I was away from home or traveling or on vacation with my family and I got really sick and, you know, lost my health and just wanted to be home. And that anxiety still has a place somewhere in my head today. And I'm working on healing it and processing it so I can be free of that anxiety. But that's one of the big triggers for me personally. And I never thought I would be able to do the things I've done this year. So this year I actually signed a contract with a big wedding brand 
So with that, I signed up for three trips across the country, traveling, traveling alone, flying, being away from home, meeting all new friends. And I just never thought I could be someone who travels for work. I always said, you know, like if there comes a time when flying somewhere is offered for work, I'll just have to say, no, I can't do that. But here we are. I said, yes, I did it afraid. And I learned from it and grew from it. And now I have so many new experiences from it. And I'm so thankful for all the travel I got to do this year. I got to travel with my new husband more in the first five months of our marriage than I did the whole time I was sick. And I just never thought. And that's something I talked a lot about in my last episode. If you missed it, please listen to episode number six. It's one of my favorites. I love it so much. But I was talking about joy and how I feel joy when I just can't believe it. And I feel connected to joy when I can't believe the day that I get to live. So here we are. I never thought I would do the things I got to do this year out of fear. I thought I would have these opportunities, but I thought when those opportunities come, I will have to turn them down because I'll be too scared. But those opportunities came and I said yes. And now I feel joy from them. Those opportunities created a space for me to feel joy. Okay, I want to talk about my relationship with joy. So my relationship with joy is easy. And there's a couple notes I want to make on this topic of joy today. So my relationship with joy has drastically changed over the last few years. And I used to experience little bits of joy, not even fully realizing that that's what I was feeling at the time. And that's what I was missing at the time as well. And now I have felt joy really fully the fullest I've ever felt it before, that day happened. And I live in a space of joy and gratitude currently. So I want to dive into that, that I'm in a space of joy and gratitude currently because I've seen followers message me and my friends even talk to me about this and they say, how are you so happy? How are you so positive? Are you really that happy all the time? And my answer is no, I'm not that happy girl all the time. That would be cool, but I haven't figured that out yet. And that's not my message. My message in this podcast and anytime I talk about joy and every time I share joy, my message is not that you should be or can be happy all the time. My message is that I've lived more days now that are full of joy than I ever have before. And I'm so joyful because I'm so hopeful for the future. I'm hopeful that it's going to be filled with so many good things and that I can have a really hopeful future. And I used to not have that hope. I feel so joyful because I'm so grateful for my life today. I'm so thankful that I get to do today. And that's why I'm so joyful because I can't believe how easy my relationship is with my days right now. And that's right now. I've lived days where I didn't look forward to my days. I dreaded waking up. I dreaded tomorrow. But now I'm in a hopeful space. I'm so hopeful that tomorrow can be good. So I'm thankful for my freedom to enjoy things like food and fitness and health. And I'm thankful for the days I live and the things I get to see and do and enjoy during those days. For example, things like my husband and my dog and our house and my healthy body that works and does things for me, fun things for me. And, you know, I get to enjoy fun talks with our families and just I get to enjoy my time really during these days. And there's lots of good in my days lately. And I want to talk about that. My days shifted. My days used to be hard and sad. And right now they're not. My days currently are filled with family and health and good benefits and happy days. 
in those days can change and seasons change and life happens. But for me, my relationship with joy is easy because I'm experiencing really good days right now. And, you know, I do intentionally do things and make decisions that will make my days good so I can keep the joy around. But ultimately, I am not in control of my days. And I understand that there are some seasons in life where it's harder to find joy and that happens. And that can happen for a lot of years in a row. But I want to share that my relationship with joy is in a season of easy. It's free flowing. I don't have to worry about it ending ever. Joy doesn't end. And I want to share that that is an option. That can come for you. That can happen for you. Days that are filled with joy are an option. And I used to think that it wasn't. Okay, so I hope that through listening to the seventh episode and the episodes to come on this podcast that you feel encouraged to create a place for joy in your life. I hope that you will welcome joy, invite joy, and seek days that are full of joy. Thank you guys so much for listening to this short episode. I want to invite you guys to subscribe or follow this podcast anywhere you like to listen, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and follow our Instagram at Full of Joy Podcast. I'll talk to you guys soon.